Welcome to Nota Bene, the only art podcast brought to you exclusively by Will Schott. He is a big friend of the pod and the most exciting jewelry designer out and about in Manhattan right now. You can get some really sick chains or Jesus pieces, whatever you want. You can get custom stuff or buy what he has available. I know that he's selling to musicians, some really insanely awesome downtown figures. And plus, he just made a piece for friend of the pod, past guest Ellie Rines. And I hear, Nate, that for my birthday coming up in a couple weeks, you're getting me a Star of David chain. It is your birthday in a few weeks, and I'm getting you a Star of David I chain. I cannot wait for that. So everyone, go check it out. Will Shot. www.willshot.com. Shot is S-H-O-T-T. Oh, Nate Freeman. What's up, guy? Welcome back to the United States of America, Benjamin. How does it feel? It's good to be back in this uh, somewhat cursed country, uh, celebrating June nineteenth, the uh, the date uh, a day late <laughs> in a very American way, celebrating June nineteenth on the twentieth or Juneteenth. Um, not a national holiday because it's my birthday, um, mm. but uh, instead, one so celebrating or I guess memorializing one of the darker moments in American history. Mm-hmm. But I'm here. I'm back. Uh, I spent most of my birthday in a live flat. Mm. Uh, watching what better? Uh, some really mediocre cinema and catching up on emails and, and text messages and the like. Sounds amazing. You know you're flying too much when uh, the uh, the bursar on the flight came up and wished me a happy birthday as soon as I walked <laughs> onto my seat and later in the flight delivered uh, a, a, a piece of cake with an unlit candle in it and uh, a fairly mediocre but uh, nice rendition of happy birthday to you. God, uh, I cannot think of a better way to spend my birthday than watching House of Gucci while I glide over the atlantic ocean you know as i we were texting yesterday and i was like oh this movie's so bad but in retrospect perhaps a perfect in-flight movie i also watched it on a plane thoroughly enjoyed it yeah i mean i just we, I, there's so much there i wanted it to be so much better than it was i liked how bad it was it was just just so so fun so stupid yeah, I mean, the the only person that deserves any credibility is whoever did the uh, set design. These great lush Milanese uh, interiors were to die for, but that was kind of about it, really. I could have used more Pacino. I mean, just... More, more Pacino absolutely <laughs> FedExing it in. <laughs> and it was like it was like the three-day super saver, too. It wasn't no overnight shit he was mailing in. Just unbelievable peak bad Pacino. Yeah, it was, it was, he had. I, he definitely did not read any of the scenes he didn't appear in in that script. No. All right. Well, moving on from from cinema about the fashion world to some breaking news in in the art world. Not really breaking because we've known about it for for years. I think I think we've spoken about it. But Nate, how do you take your martinis again? <laughs> I take them with gin. <laughs> you do take them with gin. That's so interesting because both uh, uh, star gallerist Larry Gagosian and his girlfriend Anna Wyatt take them with gin, according to the Wall Street Journal. I mean, that's uh, a pretty good meat cute as far as they come, you know. It is. It is for those that uh, just catching up. And I can't imagine anyone's listening that hasn't read this article unless you couldn't figure out how to get a free uh, read from the Wall Street Journal dot com. Actually, WSJ.com. Larry Gagosian, uh, they, they began dating after uh, he requested a meeting with her after buying a picture of hers, a uh, painting by her. And uh, when she showed up, she asked if he had any gin. And he was struck by that because that is also his drink, which is something I didn't know. Uh, I can't say I was aware of that either. Uh, you know, um, um, but it makes sense. And you know what? It's great that, that 
that Larry and Anna Wyatt finally went on the record. I think that Kelly Crow, the writer, did a great job. And there was also some market machination stuff in there that, that made it a pretty juicy read. Well, I think it was very wise of them to go on the record in this way um, to really begin to control the narrative about the relationship because there have been lots of whispers about it. Obviously, it was, it was basically public knowledge that they were dating. Uh, Larry, obviously quite senior. Uh, what is what is the phrase that Kelly uses? Kind of an old school phrase. Like, I, may, I, may, I may just have a romance. Um, so there have been all sorts of kind of, I would call it sniping or chortling in the art world about it. So I think to get on there to talk about the relationship and then to also talk about her practice as well as the market, I think it was a really great way to control a narrative mm -hmm. around it. Uh, and it didn't end up being that uh, it, it, it was unwise, I would say, and it, it reflected fairly poorly on her former gallery, uh, Blum and Poe, that they didn't really go on the record at all about it because what the article went into, and I have a lot of love for Blum and Poe, it's one of my of favorite course. galleries in the world, uh, kind of went into the fact that her last and really her first big major show with a, with, with a big gallery outside of Ellie, Ellie Ryan's was with them, was that they bought most of the work. And then the article alleges that, that Tim Blum bought one of the works at a 50% discount, you know, which would be what he would have owed her for the picture had he sold it to a client and then went on to auction it off uh, just about a month ago uh, for a considerably tidy profit. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it really was, it really kind of made, I would say, Tim not look good. And I think them not going on the record and giving perhaps their side of the story about what actually happened from, from in, in their view, I think was probably a mistake, right? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what they would have said. Uh, you know, I think that, that maybe there are some details on how that all went down that we don't know about. Um, I, I think that inevitably this was going to come out in the open and now that it has i don't know if there's a way for them to avoid it you know yeah true because you could look at it, one narrative is as you know major gallery steals from a mid-size a large mid-size gallery yet another rising talent that the gallery owner happens to begin dating that's one narrative this now looks a little bit different that that she was done poorly by them mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure what the real deal is there. I did notice online a lot of sniping from collectors saying, you know, you always hear about these, you know, when they inquired to 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 acquire work from the show, oh, it's, you know, it's it's all sold out. There's a waiting list. And then when they find out that that gallery held back most of the works or sold them mostly to themselves, I think that's probably going forward not a great look, especially when they have in-demand young painters such as uh, Lauren Quinn or someone like mm, that. I mean, I, I think that they probably wouldn't do that again in the future. Um, now that this is out in the open, but... Uh, certainly, yeah, it doesn't reflect that well on them, for sure. No, but it, the, and the story does drop. We can look forward to Anna's first show with the Gagosian Gallery mm -hmm. coming up in September, I believe it's I, I think it's sometime later in the fall, but definitely this fall. Yeah, but it's definitely a big story. I think Kelly did a really good job and treated what could be a somewhat salacious topic uh, with a fair bit of discretion and maturity. Mm -hmm, totally. And, you know, you know, Mazel's with a happy couple. Listen, I love it. Like, God bless, you know. Mm -hmm. um, God bless. You know, they're all adults. But, you know, the art, work, the art world loves a bit of gossip and love gossiping about mm -hmm. this. And to kind of they sort of took a little bit of air, I would say, out of that. Yeah, a little bit. And it's it's somewhat remarkable that we've known about this for 18 months and it's it's just now getting it's it's it's. Uh... Well, I'm not sure if there was anything other than the gin <laughs> in that article, including the market machinations that we didn't know mm -hmm. about. Although, obviously, you know, we didn't source it in the way that someone writing for the journal would have to mm -hmm. um, before they speak about it publicly. <laughs> Not that that's ever stopped either of us. Right, or yeah. in, in, in this format, at least in the past, I mean, your, your, your writing journalistic uh, career is mm -hmm. a separate thing. Obviously, you're, you're highly sourced and, and rigorously fact-checked over there at the Condé mm -hmm. headquarters. But, you know, and they were fairly open about um, 
you know, they're being together. I actually threw a little party in October um, and Anna was there and Larry just just came and met her there, you know, and was just you know very publicly there together. Uh, so they have not been hiding this. Um, good stuff. And, you know, although I am back in the States because, you know, I have a family, I'm a responsible adult. And I actually have to fly to Dallas tomorrow mm -hmm. to uh, install some of the great art that I acquire on behalf of clients. Um, the whole much of the art world stayed in Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, I after Basel, I did myself, and I guess we should catch up since when we spoke last when I was when I was over there, really, because I had a heck of a dinner. Uh, went back to Zurich uh, my last night in Switzerland mm -hmm. to have an incredible dinner at the Corona Hall. Mm -hmm. Me and uh, really three of the best collections in the United States just uh, just uh, John and up. Uh, great tidbit. I'm not going to say who I was with. Obviously, <laughs> you know, discretion is the better part of valor. But one of the people that was uh, that, that I was having dinner with had brought over from America with her uh, her own olive brine, just the what? brine in these great in these great aseptic packages. Anyone who has kids, it's kind of like the same sort of packaging that you get like the um, like the organic applesauce in that the kids eat um, of just brine, and then would doctor their own martinis as they delivered because they feel as though that the the martinis are not quite dirty enough wow. that they get wow. while in Europe. Wow, this is next level shit. This is next level shit. I thought you would really appreciate that tidbit, Nate. Oh, yeah. oh wow! I I mean, you're gonna have to tell me off pod who this is because they are fucking legend status. They're, oh, they're legends already, but this really just put it up and over the top for me. I was incredibly impressed by that move. Man, I'm gonna have to start yeah bringing my own martini making kit to Europe just to you know try to get on that level like that's something a level. I should, it was a total level it was a total level something i should mention for the listeners out there i'm not sure i've mentioned this before one of my great clients after i took them to the corona hall for the first time last september sourced and sent me an amazing huge beautiful coffee table book that just chronicles the art collection of the corona hall oh. uh restaurant bar mm. can't get any i have it in my that. office I'm like, well yeah yeah it's mm. a great thing it's available i believe on amazon or wherever fine books are sold mm -hmm. Um, or maybe not, probably have to special order it, but definitely check that out. Uh, on the menu were a couple things I'd never, uh, don't, aren't usual stars of, of the menu there. They had these amazing, just picked that day, wild foraged mushrooms. Amazing. It was just sauteed and I'd say a little bit of butter, but it was actually a lot of butter uh, and some herbs and absolutely incredible, incredible starter. And then this particular uh, collector likes to order up these baby chickens they do. I think we call them capons mm -hmm. in the U.S. Uh, just kind of roasted beautifully with tons of garlic. Um, succulent would be uh, to put not fine enough point on how delicious these fuckers were. Wow. God. These baby chickens, buck, 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 uh, right into my tummy. Mm. God, doesn't get any better than that. Wow. It really doesn't, man. It really doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, yeah, and that was, and you know what I did? Uh, because I had about seven Diet Cokes through this dinner, rushed, grabbed the last train from Zurich back to Basel, went straight to Tolga's Director's Cup party. Wow, I, unbelievable. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn Build, uh, uh, I believe Chance the Rapper was in attendance. I believe that's who that was. Uh, uh, <laughs> someone correct me if I'm wrong. I was introduced, but uh, didn't quite fully uh, register it. Uh, hung out with like all sorts of people. Mills was there, and uh, I, I got a I got a little sober Diet Coke amped dance on the dance floor Amazing. for about thirty minutes. But as I left early, it was just starting to fill up. Mm -hmm. uh, there was like a line of taxis trying to get into that venue, that weird kind of dance club with a great sound system in Basel down by the train tracks. Um, I think that went much later in the evening oh, than I was there for. Does. It's one of the best parties of the year. I, I am going to say that I got a text from Tolga today asking why I wasn't at the party. Um, which amazing, amazing. <laughs> I love uh, the thanks, follow. 
he was there in spirit. I, I had a little dance for him. Yeah, no, it was a scene, man. It was totally a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to not get up next. I already got up next day and I edited the fucking podcast at my hotel room. Went 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 to see uh, the Kunst uh, Kunsthaus show they have there. Um, the Basel Art Museum show, a great uh, Picasso and Goya show, which was pretty killer. Um, and then uh, and then was right over to the airport for a nice little quick hop with some friends uh, in a cozy, cozy, cozy mode of travel uh, from the fr- from the Rhineland or from wherever that was in Switzerland. It's not the Rhineland, but from Basel to Menorca. It seemed like there were some provisions on this flight. There were some provisions. One of my uh, one of my um, one of my fellow travelers. Uh, I won't won't out who they were, but a good friend of the pod, a former guest was able to source in Basel a 500-gram tin of caviar as well as some creme fraiche and potato chips. It's a great snack because, you know, because flying isn't dehydrating enough. So what you really need to do is just up the sodium content in the body. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that if you're hopping the PJ, you need at least 500 grams. Oh, oh no. I didn't say it was a PJ, man. But uh, <laughs> anyway, aren't, aren't a lot of other direct flights between those two cities. I will mention that. Um, and listen, I want to I want to contribute to the great caviar bump discourse of 2022. Ain't nothing. Ain't no shame in that game. Mm hmm. It's the it's one of the purest ways to taste and, and see how those fish eggs burst in the mouth. Uh, I'm not, you know, I it's it's something I believe that I actually first started around 2008 to 2011. I'm, I'm, not sure, exactly I'm when. sure you did. I'm sure you did. Yeah, I mean, I, I, know, start I, most I, trends. I truly believe that. I mean, yeah, no, there's, there's actually an Instagram picture on the grid back in the day when you would post things like that on the grid. If you go far mm-hmm. back enough in my history, you'll see it there. You know, when you're done serving the caviar for like maybe Christmas Eve dinner and then you're back in the kitchen kind of with the dregs of it kind of finishing of up course, the roast for that dinner. Face. You know, where else are you going to do? I can take it off the spoon. I mean, that's a little bit gauche you now. And unsanitary. This way, your spoon goes onto your, you know, dump it onto your hand. You can put the spoon back in the tin and, uh, you know, no problems. Or anyway. uncut caviar. Yeah, so um, I was in Menorca, man. Have you ever been there? Uh, I've not been to Menorca, so I want to. I've been to Ibiza, but I've not been to Menorca or its sister island, Mallorca. I haven't been either. Uh, yeah, Mallorca is the big one. Right. I don't know anything about that. Um, Menorca. By the way, several different spellings of Menorca. A little confusing when you're planning out the travel itinerary. Or when you're getting um, fact-checked by Vanity Fair fact-checkers also. I would believe no. that. I would believe that, yeah. And I'm sure, still not sure how it's spelled <laughs> and in what language. Um, I think it's like a catalytic. I don't know what it is. Um, anyway, incredible island with an amazing, I wouldn't say art scene, but a lot of arts folks have been making their home there or their seasonal home there for, for the past 10 or 15 years. Um and uh, a beautiful small island, like, you know, not that much larger than like a, or, or probably around the same size of like a Martha's Vineyard, I would say. Mm. So super drivable in a day, uh, popped off there, grabbed a car, and I was just cruising around that island. There's, it's a, it's a, as I said, size of island. You know how many stoplights there are? How many? Zero. It's all roundabouts. Let's go. I love a fucking roundabout or rotary if you're from Massachusetts, like me, whatever you want to call it. So efficient, so fun to whip around. Um, highly recommend it. Island is is beautiful but like not like not too it's it, it's not too bourgeois mm-hmm. it as bourgeois elements but it's like a real you know there's a lot of like brits on holiday scene you gotta stay away from that obviously it's a little bit ugly um but you know but incredible uh vernacular architecture in the town itself the main town is at mahon uh largest natural deep water harbor in the world you know just in case you're wondering um That's- and uh Facts. Uh, and I was staying Facts like only. up in the countryside in a, in, in, in a beautiful location, like so gorgeous. 
um, uh, incredible, uh, incredible scenery. Uh, but I was there not just uh, not just on holiday. In fact, I was reminded uh, of by several people, including the man who is sort of the reason for the season, that this isn't vacation. No, this is work. work. It's work. Mm. And I uh, was there to celebrate Rashid Johnson and his incredible exhibition at the Hauser and Wirth Gallery there in Mallorca. I believe this is the um, uh, the second iteration of exhibitions. The last one, uh, Mark Bradford took over their mm -hmm. space. So they have been, there's a there's a large island in that harbor I just spoke of. Um, just uh, you know, maybe a, a five minute boat ride uh, from from the edge of land, and they've taken over over half of this island. Wow. One half is a former uh, army hospital and quarantine center, uh, like old school quarantine, not recently. Uh, just to be clear, uh, ain't no Hong Kong shit. Nope. Um, and uh, that's a that's a museum given over to the history. And then the former barracks, I believe, for the soldiers have been totally turned into exhibition spaces, a restaurant, as the Hauser and Worth folks are like to do, a gift shop that was absolutely incredible. Wow. Um, and the, the entire exhibition space was given to Rashid Johnson with a series of new work. And it was incredible. And the people there, oh, my goodness. Mm. You, it was quite a scene. Give me the scene report. Um, so scene report, I'm going to go to the, the main V there were like three days of openings. I'm going to go to the main VIP dinner mm -hmm. opening. I think that's the clearest one. So first of all, every art advisor in the world, <laughs> of course, all the advisors were there, <laughs> mostly without clients, just anywhere you, 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 you turned, there was an art advisor, um, which I thought was, um, strange, uh, but it was, it was, it was kind of good to link and build with the colleagues. Sure, um, know. listen, you know, a junket's a junket. I think they were on for the junket. Um, uh, we had uh, Antonio from La News, our good friend. Mm -hmm. uh, he was there with his, uh, with his gorgeous wife. Uh, we had the Laurel Piano family because, you know, why not? Why not? Uh, yeah, uh, we had uh, members of the Chanel executive team just down from their resort wear show, I believe in Captain Antibes somewhere, mm -hmm. uh, were in attendance. Um, all wow. sorts of grade A, mostly European collectors, uh, a smattering of uh, of Americans. Uh, uh, the former Sue Hostletter, now Sue Hostletter Wrigley, was in attendance. I Love noted. Her. Um, Great house, super Beach. fun. Yeah, so you take the boat. So there was a big main boat, like that everyone takes this big yellow ferry that's, I believe, owned or operated by Hausenworth just to go to this island back and forth all day <laughs> so long sweet. in season. Yeah, of course. But you know that was a little bit uh, a little bit crowded, so I was lucky enough to zip over with some folks that had a uh, the, the the gallery had arranged a smaller boat from a separate landing area. Which There's was always a smaller boat. There's always a smaller boat. Always a smaller boat. Uh, and, and thanks to my uh, thanks to my friends that hooked that up. Uh, so zipped over to the island. There's you 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 exit. It's this gorgeous kind of entryway with a big, uh, very uh, steep incline, cobbled incline. Not great for the ladies in the high heels. Uh, several of whom were told not to wear those shoes, but just couldn't couldn't <laughs> resist the fit that they had planned. Uh, with all this abundant uh, topiary and greenery, an amazing Franz vest sculpture greeting oh, right yeah. there in the dock. Oh yeah. oh yeah, of course, come on. And then a band playing like it felt like it was a Fellini film and playing this kind of like a brassy jazz type music, you know, <laughs> as you're walking up, as you're yeah yeah it was <laughs> straight straight Fellini. Yeah. So sick. Um. So sick. Uh, walk up there and uh, some Louis Bourgeois, just, you know, of course, hanging randomly in outdoor locations um, already. As soon as you get off there, they're pushing the champagne on you, the sparkling water, the rosé, all sorts of Christini and yummy snacks are being passed. But we I shot right past that. I wanted to see the art mm -hmm. uh, zipped in a number of new uh, real bodies of work by Rashid. Uh, anxious men, white over linen, which were really in 
persons in images i didn't i i was there for them but not in the way in person like just divine and then these boat paintings that again i didn't quite really read them uh on the pdf in the way that in person they had a texture and an impasto to the brushwork that reminded me of, of, of earlier Rashids, of cosmic slops and stuff like this. Mm. Um, but then a key piece of the show were these uh, four incredible canoe-like sculptures that are actually working fire pits wow. um, that are totally sculpted by Rashid, then cast in, uh, in, in I guess, uh, some sort of metal uh, and patina. And you can use them in an outdoor location to burn fires in. And as oh you burn God. them inside, the kind of patina will change, will actually get shinier as opposed to darker, which is kind of counterintuitive, uh -huh. um, but really killer, killer objects. Uh -huh. um, Sounds like a, so it was a fun time. Good show. But, yeah, and so everyone's there. Everyone's getting saucy. The jazz band comes up, continues to play some beautiful speeches. Um, you know, Ivan and Manuela, just a great host, incredible seated dinner um, with, uh, I mean, multiple courses. I won't even get into it. There were shellfish situations. Uh, there was lots of bread situations. Incredible, the special black cow that is a Menorcan cow, Ivan was telling me, a very special breed of cow. And mm. unlike in the U.S., they don't they don't slaughter them young. They actually let them age and work a little bit. Oh, so it has a ton that. of flavor that. Uh, and really a special kind of thing you can only get there, grilled over the open fire right on the patio there. Mm. Um, so a super special evening. Um, I'm not really one for gift shops, I got to be honest. Well, the house universe gift shop at the gallery in Los Angeles is quite fun. I've definitely never. Oh, the bookstore. Yeah, I've no, got there's the a bookstore book and a gift shop there. I've never been Three in the gift shop. Shops. I've never exited through the gift shop, as <laughs> they say. Um, but this one was like, I mean, so chic, so beautiful. I couldn't help myself. Tote bags were purchased like I need more fucking tote bags in my life. But then the limited edition special Rashid Johnson sweatshirts. Wow. That's oh baby oh, oh baby wow. i think i think bopping over to, to an early tennis game in sag or east hampton this summer with that over my polo game over uh, just when there's a little bit of chill i think it's going to be a pretty chic look no game no lying over. about that uh then to have rashid beat my ass on the tennis <laughs> yeah. court you know it'll be not as chic but it is we'll have it is. The, the uh uh the tennis update pods later in the summer as we do yeah yeah i, I gotta get into shape i really gotta get into shape mm -hmm. yeah erica samuels is going to beat your ass she only listen i can i can put in hours of work all day long she's still probably gonna beat my mm -hmm. ass um that woman can play tennis mm -hmm. um and it was great to, she was hanging out in balsa i don't think she made it to menorca i mean i know she didn't um but I, this the next day um in lieu of kind of just hanging around the pool or catching up on my emails because it was uh it was a, a saturday uh i decided to take it off and some friends had rented a great little boat a specific type of boat only special to menorca and made for these waters kind of like really great for the shallows we went out for an incredible boat ride, gorgeous mm. uh, tour of the history of the, because it was such an important military site, right. this Deepwater Harbor. I mean, part of the Spanish military's might uh, uh, when they really were an empire. Um, that was beautiful. Pulled around, jumped off the boat a lot. Uh, there's some video on the internet. I don't look great, but I'm okay with it because it was just guy. so much fun. You look great. I had, I, there was, I just say my form could have been a little bit more elegant, uh, but uh, we actually uh, wanted to go to this very special restaurant uh, but had to, uh, there was nowhere to dock the boat, the, the kind of boat we got. Hate it when didn't that happens. Have a, didn't have a dinghy or any sort of, uh, or any sort of um, uh, launch, I forget what you call it. Mm -hmm. uh, so we swam like a good 200 <laughs> yards into lunch. Um, the guy driving the boat then paddleboarded over some dry shirts for us uh, wow. that we collected. Um, super special and an incredible lunch. We're talking razor clams of course, grilled. Of course, we're talking pan, uh, uh, pan con uh, tomate, uh, or you say it better than I do. Um, <laughs> this gazpacho that fucking uh, it was uh, uh, my mind exploded. Is it better than the gazpacho. Jose Andres gazpacho Dexter Freeze? <laughs> 
I was in Spain, so yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> of course it was. No, I'm not of course lie. it was. And of course it was. And I love, I love the way they served it over there with the kind of the little kind of uh, uh, condiment caddy of the things you can spice it up yourself with a little chopped red onion, oh maybe God. some herbs, definitely some croutons. It's gonna ruin gazpacho um, for you forever. Forever. It was like it was. Exp- no, I'm actually gonna dedicate my summer to figuring out how to make a proper Let's Spanish go. gazpacho. Let's go. Wow. I think that's a healthy. It's a healthy hobby. Mm. Uh, and then some uh, a fish that was described to us as a form of John Dory. I didn't quite get it. Uh, it was pretty damn good. I'm missing some courses here, obviously. Um, oh, oh, an entire massive platter of uh, cuttlefish paella had to be eaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the hit for me was grilled tuna belly, wow. what I would consider toro. Wow. Uh, and I was like, why is this plate so small? Because this was like um, eating Japanese Wagyu beef. It was so fatty. Mm. It was so rich. <laughs> it was mind-blowing. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Not going to lie. It was some good stuff. Um, and then I elected to uh, swim back to the boat to catch, because we had to actually peace out from there to grab the second opening, a few of us in the party. So I swam back after this lunch, somehow didn't sink, <laughs> uh, and collected our bags and paddleboarded back. A, an, incre- an incredible day, my friend. A really incredible special day. And uh, I'm not going to name them, but a uh, shout out to all my friends that were that were on that adventure with me. Wow. Well, it seems like that is now a must stop after Basel. But there's another uh, little. Well, but I want I want to. Re- yeah, I want to get to that. But real quick, I just want to say. So that was my fun, like me narrating, like my trip, whatever. But an interesting point was brought up to me. Tell um, me. You know, how does any. And there were a bunch of artists from from the House and Worth Empire there, especially some new some new additions, uh, including Angel Otero, uh, who's fun to link and build with and hang out with. But like, how does any young or mid career artist that say Hauser decides that they would like to represent, how do they say no to these kind of opportunities? Right. I mean, and we were treated so well. I mean, I've given you just the bare minimum, but the way that the artists and the invited guests were treated was at a level of hospitality. I mean, it's incredible how bad the Swiss are at it in Switzerland, but <laughs> in Menorca, the Swiss were incredible. And I think it's it's a really challenging thing because how can a gallery try and hold on to an artist that, that Hauser might want? Uh, less so for maybe the other major galleries because they just don't have this kind of, I mean, right. gorgeous opportunity available to them. Mm-hmm. So I think just as we think about in a meta way the market and how the market works and why they do things like this, sure, it's fun for their clientele and fun for people like me uh, who are art, um, you know, art buyers and, and obviously art aficionados to go and see. But I think it's really about the power of capturing the artist's imagination by giving them special spaces mm-hmm. and special opportunities to show in. And I think we will begin to see more larger galleries perhaps embrace the style, um, especially when they're working you know, with highly in-demand living artists. That's a really interesting point because the whole hospitality uh, aim of Hasbro Worth has been kind of snarkified. And, and you know, it seems like it's not just like the window dressing here. It's actually the meat. You know, it's it's actually what's bringing people in, what's bringing clients in, what's bringing artists in. It's what is, you know, the heart of the empire. Mia culpa, maxima culpa. I've been a key proponent of that snark about this and have right. made a lot of fun yes, of it. Yeah. Um, and now that I've seen it, uh, boots on the ground in action, uh, I get it from a business proposition. Mm-hmm. Well, then, yeah, I think that we're on the cusp of seeing more of this, not just from Hauser, but from other mega galleries. I think definitely. Now, had I not had... Uh, a life filled with beautiful children. I really wanted to get, you know, yesterday was my birthday. I really wanted to get home. That's why I sat in the live flat all day so I could get hugs from them on my birthday and Father's Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of which are kind of fake holidays, birthdays for adults and like, you know, uh, parents' days, but still. Uh, so I jetted back. Had I not, I definitely would have figured out a way, uh, hopefully it's equally a comfortable way 
to get from Menorca to Athens so mm -hmm. I could check out a little bit of the Athens art and then motor over to the beautiful island of Hydra. What's going on there today? I think as we speak right now, there is a show of work by the artist Jeff Koons uh, being unveiled at the Slaughterhouse, which is Jacques Toronto's uh, space on the island of Hydra uh, that I had the pleasure of going to in 2019. Uh, and it is quite, quite remarkable. It is, you know, I don't know if the level of hospitality is, is quite on the level that you were describing in Menorca, but it is a really special experience to go to Hydra this weekend. Yeah, you know, I've never been for this, and I was planning this year, but just, it, it, and it seems like a ton more, and I'm really sad that I can't be there. I'm not sad, but I'm just like, it would have been cool. Um, it seems like a lot more people than I remember in the past of going. And I'm not just sure because like I, we live so much of our life through social media now or just pent up demand after a two year delay because of uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. I, there was a good crew there, uh, I guess, Jesus, three years ago. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's even more of a thing. I think the word got out and uh, more people uh, just really prioritize these post Basel treks. Um, and I mean, it doesn't hurt that it's Jeff Koons who's doing it. And, you know, I think that that's a big draw. Um, but it's, it's a really remarkable weekend. I mean, you know, you sort of spend a lot of time either adjacent to or on Dacus's boat, which of course was designed by Jeff called guilty. Um, with the razzle dazzle, uh, paint job mm -hmm, that kind of disappears into the ocean. It's quite remarkable. Um, but you know, the town itself is just really charming. Everyone kind of hangs out at this one, uh, place called the pirates bar. And, uh, you know, the dinner is wonderful. Dacus invites the entire town, everyone who lives in the Island to come to the dinner. So it's really half and half, like, you know, museum directors, artists, collectors, and then just people who live on Egypt, like fishermen, yeah, which is really special. Really cool. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, for those who don't know, Dacius is one of the most special collectors out there that I know of. Oh, yeah. Both his vision in terms of like the radical and really weird art that he's drawn to, um, a lot of it in the vein of Maurizio Catalan's kind of vision for a dark humor, I would say, is uh, something that runs through the through the collection. And, and Doc is obviously quite close with uh, with um, Maurizio's former wrong gallery colleague, Massimiliano Gioni. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, who I think acts as kind of a, an unofficial advisor to the collection. Mm -hmm. um, Ducus is on the board of the new museum. A super, but but uh, beyond the collection, Ducus is one of the most generous, down to earth, humble uh, guys around, mm -hmm. and it, it, that tracks that he would host that kind of dinner. It really is 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 spectacular and very much in the vein of everything he does. But from what I can tell, it's really just a single Jeff Koons work. At least that's all I've seen on social media thus far. That amazing uh, uh, Greek. Uh, god sculpture mm -hmm. um the sun god sorry i'm blanking out right well now. the opening has been happening just now so you know maybe things are trickling on social media but i i believe that it started an hour ago uh on hydra so who knows maybe there's more we're gonna find out oh i'm, I'm looking at the stories right now they're already on to dinner no it looks mm. like it's just uh this amazing uh amazing sun sculpture mm -hmm. yeah very cool we, I mean, you know, I wish we could have been there next year. Who knows? Maybe we'll be there. Of course, this also minor, and I would say terrible art advisor, also wrote with a picture of Guilty. Coon's boat, so ugly. What? Don't call yeah. the boat ugly. It's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's a, that, that's evidence of an absolute lack of taste and sophistication Ooh. there, but we'll move what on. What a cell that phone. Made me depressed. What a cell phone. <laughs> These Gmail art advisors, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, so are you back in the city for a few days? Or are you off to set? No, man. The itinerary is I tomorrow, like early afternoon. I'm gonna go to Dallas, like I said. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna install some. I'm really excited to install some very, very cool artworks uh, that haven't been seen in a while. They've been sitting in storage, most of them. Mm -hmm. So do a little refresh uh, down there in the offices of my great client. 
Uh, and uh, that's just a couple days, then back here for a night and then drive right out east for this coming weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, client has an exciting pride party on Sunday Great. that I'm pretty, uh, pretty, pretty down to hit up. I think it's supposed to be super fun mm -hmm. uh, with he and his uh, husband partner throw. And then uh, back is a couple more days of school. I'll come back for some meetings and stuff uh, next week. I have to install clients offices here in New York. And then it's summertime, Bobby. Mm -hmm. And then we're out east. God willing, I really don't want to jinx this. There will be no art emergencies and I'll be in Sag Harbor until uh, Labor Day. Amazing. Well, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it there myself, given, you know, the, you got some other stuff going yeah, on, I guess, uh, uh, you know, Lucy is, is, is due uh, any day now. But I think that many of our friends, colleagues and uh, just compatriots will be in attendance at the opening of two friends of the pods show that's opening at the mod contemporary on Wednesday. Eleanor Carey. And oh, Kiss. yeah. Um, and so I think that it is a must see group show. The painters new tools. Um, a lot of our favorite artists will be in attendance and, uh, yeah. And there's a, I'm, I'm really bummed. I think it's going to be a super fun after party that I just got an invite to the other day. And unfortunately it seems like they're really going to be installing down to the wire. Cause I, I checked to see if I could get a quick little early peek tomorrow morning before my flight, uh, out West, but they're deep, deep in the midst of installation mm -hmm. still. Well, I mean, when I get to see it, it will be awesome. And I, and, and I think that everyone should go check it out. Um, all right. That's all I got. I am like jet lagged. I'm tired. I get to do all sorts of cursed emails, mm -hmm. but it was great to connect. It was great to uh, tell the people about Menorca. I'm like down to buy a house there. It's an absolutely incredible I'm in. place. I'm in. Um, and there are lots of, there's lots of art world people moving there or buying things, especially the Brits. It's a, it's a quick, easy jet down from Gatwick, I guess. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll see you there next year. Hopefully we will be there. All right. Go to Bene. Out. Out. Out.